All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout with your co-hosts, Edward, Anthony, and me, Noah. This week, we are going to be reviewing the movie horror slash thriller, Men, directed by Alex Garland. But right now, we're going to get into our news, as always, of course. So, Edward, would you care to start? No, I don't care to start. My bad. Anthony, you care to start? Yeah, so the new season of Stranger Things is coming out. And there's been a lot of controversy, like, on set about how the characters look compared to their ages. Because when they started the show, the, the actors were, like, 12 and 13 and stuff. And I think, I think their characters are, like, 15, 16 now. But because of the gap between shootings, they're, like, 20. Like, around 20 now. So, like, they went through their puberty stage and look way, they wait, they look way older than their characters. So, it's been like, have y'all heard or read anything about it? I mean, that's what happens when you uh, have a show running that long and you cast them as kids yeah. from yeah. there on, early I mean, on. It happens. They're, I mean, movie magic, baby. Make them look young. They're being told to, like stand shorter and kind of talk differently like they're still young but they're like no i can't do it well Sounds i like shitty actors in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i thought the point of that the show like casting them so young was so that they could actually grow with the show yeah i thought so too that's what i expected from each season well i guess they're not ready for them to be grown yet <laughs> yeah but they Which do look kind of weird like if y'all see them com- like season one compared to how they look now it's like a huge difference Oh, for sure. I mean, they're well, gonna. It's almost like I've seen them in different movies. <laughs> their 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 wardrobe's gonna like reflect their age in in the yeah, show. That's but true. that's the. I mean, what can you do? You know, it's just kind of a, a part of life. But I don't know. We'll see about it. I think the show will be pretty good, from what I'm hearing. Did y'all know it's gonna be like. Uh, volume two is only two episodes because each film's like two hours long. Yeah. Oh shit! So like. So the first, like, six episodes are just going to be, like, regular shows, and then the last two is just going to be, like, two movies? I believe so. What I, what I heard is all of the episodes are, like, an hour long, and then the last episode is, like, two and a half hours. Well, yeah. I thought there were always hour-long episodes, so. Oh, maybe. They're emphasizing they're, like, extra long, though, which I'm like, God, Lee, bro, that's a lot. Y'all did film a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it explains why they took such a long time between seasons. Oh, no, seriously, dude. I could be wrong about the episode count, but I thought it was, yeah, six episodes and then, like, or seven episodes and then two for the next season. You can't tell. We like Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. That's... All right. Uh, was that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. You just, like, froze, like, fucking popsicle. You just went... That was Stranger Things, too, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Buzz, you're right. All right, my turn. But it was fully. Go ahead. Um, so it has been announced that Guillermo del Toro will present an exclusive look at footage from his stop motion Pinocchio show, which is set to be released on Netflix in December. Oh dear God! I can lie. I forgot it was on Netflix. <laughs> And I thought it was always a Disney property, but it's in the one of, like realm of like the free free rights thing shit where it's like folklore, so no one can copyright it. 
Like Maybe. like like kind the jungle like book. Thor. Mickey Mouse is about to yeah. hit that stage. Yeah, mm. he is. That's crazy. Mickey Mouse is about to be free domain. When? I don't know. I like a couple years or so. But it depends on the cop no. It's because there's a new copyright law that's gonna shorten the length of copyrights and it would make it like immediately free domain. Yeah. Someone needs to make an adult Mickey Mouse show. <laughs> it will happen the moment it goes free domain. But I doubt Disney's gonna let that shit happen. Yeah, they're probably gonna find a way. That to would be the secure, first thing I would do. Secure the bag. Yeah, because that's first legit. Thing I do their is whole brand. Rated R Mickey Mouse. That's their damn mascot for the brand. So if I was exactly, that, that would be I'd terrible. Be looking at that, looking at that ASAP. It's, it's not like for the have kids. The rights to every other thing on the planet. The children. So. For the children. Exactly. No, but I don't think. I mean, I think this movie will probably be okay, but it'll probably be a little weird because he's just a director that writes a lot of weird stuff. I don't know what to expect from it, but it's a Netflix movie, so my hopes aren't very, very high. Yep, yep, yep. Sad, but, you know, we've had experience with that. Check out our tier list on YouTube. We rank all- Maybe it's time we update it. No. What's your news, Noah? Oh, my bad, guys. I didn't find too much news this week, boys, so I'm going to talk about how... Weak excuse. Remember how Chris Pratt was Garfield? Cast as Garfield? Chris so Pratt? No. Chris Pratt was uh, Mario. He was also He's also Garfield. I did not know what? that. You don't remember that? Yeah, he got cast as Garfield in the new uh, animated Garfield movie. No, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a while back. Anyways, uh, that's cool. Samuel L. Jackson is going to play the father of Garfield in that movie. Which John? I, that's crazy. See, that's really I don't think... No, it's not John. It's this... Uh, the cat is named... The actual the cat's... Like yeah, the actual, the actual dad. Cat. Yeah. His name, is, uh, his name is Vic, and they said they're writing him as a brand new character. Um, that's never... I was going to say, when have they ever shown his fucking parents before? He's never even been seen in um, oh, any, oh. any comic strips <laughs> or anything. The fucking cat's going to be bo- – Garfield's going to be born, and the dad is going to look down and be, motherfucker. <laughs> and um, they also have uh, – well, this is kind of a side topic, but they also have Odie uh, as original voice actor returning too. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you mean the one that just goes? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he yeah, I was going to say the homie that just barks or <laughs> makes, like, dog sounds. <laughs> I don't yeah, pretty much. That's kind of weird. No, but you already know he's about to drop the F-bomb or in some variation of it. It's going to do the typical <laughs> one where to keep it like PG or PG-13 and just cut it. Mother or Fluffer. Interchange it. Yeah. Mother Fluffer. Something like that. I hope we get to see his mom too. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> just normal walking up be like, hey Garfield, I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it, John. Normal, stop it, you little rascal. <laughs> Do y'all even remember my the... lasagna? My eighth dimensional lasagna. Do y'all even remember the old live action ones? Yes, with Those Bill Murray. Funny, man. It felt like a fever dream. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. A Did tale you... of two kitties. Oh my god. Did you ever re- watch those, Anthony? Mm-mm. Neither I remember. Of I would purposely <laughs> look. Uh, through the Sunday paper specifically for the comics that come out every week. Yeah. 
that would the, be the only one that I would look at. I'd look at the Calvin and Hobbes or the, you know, they've already I would look at one. that and then uh, Dilbert. What? I just thought Dilbert was funny. Dilbert? Yeah. What are you talking about? The guy the who's like in an office where his tie is always like. No, I don't remember him. You all talking about what? magazine strips? Comic yeah. strips? Yeah. From newspapers? Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Comic strips are cool. <laughs> are you looking him up or what? I was trying to, but then I remembered the the, the Wi-Fi dead. So I yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, I don't think you can, but you know that's okay. It's a it's a topic for another time, and uh, we're going to go right into our sponsor before we review Men. Okay, first of all, you know how awkward it is to be like, hey guys, I'm going to go watch Men. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Whenever I showed the guy to my movie ticket, he looked me in the eyes and was like, oh, you're watching Men? Like, <laughs> don't Honestly, look at me like that, bro. It's probably because he's already seen it, so he knew. Yeah. The, he knew what, what I was in for. All right, so this movie um, is directed by Alex Garland, who also did movies like Ex Machina and Annihilation. So he, he's, pretty amb- days. he's pretty ambitious. 28 days. One of those two. He also did know. that, yes. Um... Our cast is pretty, pretty uh, self-explanatory. It's Jesse Buckley as uh, Harper, and Rory Kinnear. Kinner, I'm so sorry if I said your name wrong. Rory Kinner as everyone else, <laughs> literally every other person you see. Which, uh, if that doesn't pique your interest so far, then uh, I guess we'll, we'll try to help you. So, uh, in that okay, case, synopsis, yeah. So, in the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to find a place to heal. However, someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread soon becomes a fully formed nightmare, inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. And that someone is Rory Kidner. He played every other character? I did not notice that. Yeah, bro, they all, had the, same, they all had the same face. That was the point. They didn't even bother, like, making him look different. Yeah. That's crazy. Just put them in different costumes and like, here you go, bro. I did not know that. <laughs> all right. So, what are y'all? We'll go uh, cons first. What are y'all's cons? And um, I guess we can save that scene for last. But I'm not. Spoiler territory. My con, I won't. I'm not going to say the obvious thing because I think Edward, it's going to be part of his con. But there's one thing that threw me off the whole time is the way. The girl was acting like she put herself in the situations in the movie. Like she did that to herself in so many different parts of the movie. What do you mean? You know what I mean? That's the whole point. <laughs> That's like, the whole point of she, the movie. She was the dumbest character I've ever seen. Uh, I've seen pretty dumb. I don't think she was the dumbest. She was I, do dumb. th- I do think there was some scenes that like all of them could, could have done better. All of them. <laughs> I thought it, she was like purposefully like this, written like this is a metaphor for no, I don't the think bigger so. story. I don't think so. I think the put all the cliches of a white girl in a horror movie, and that's or a white person in general, and that's her. Uh, well, I don't know. I. I had to do a lot of research after this movie, so I feel like I have a pretty good understanding. You're not supposed to do research. Done. That's what's your opinion. What do you what? mean? 
okay well if you wanted my opinion right out of the theaters i would have given this movie a zero so i don't okay. think you want that so <laughs> okay that's my call <laughs> okay um trying to think i i i understand both of y'all like I did think that ending chase scene, she was acting a bit like slow. You know what no, I mean? I think all, every every scene, every scene she was acting dumb. I don't think every scene. Every I don't scene. think so at all. From the forest, from her walking home from the bar, from the way she acted when she was in her house, like everything. I just think it was. I just think maybe towards the end, but that's okay. Um, I guess one of the towards the end, she was fucking a speed demon outrunning a fucking speeding car. Oh, I mean, not that part, but (laughs) I'm I'm more so like when she was in the house, she was just like in shock, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? And she's just like so confused, walking around, looking at everything. But um, I thought. I guess my biggest con I could say is I thought this movie, especially towards the end, was a bit too ambitious for its own good. Like, I thought it proved its point, and it kind of just kept going and going and going. Uh, I mean, I feel like it fits this director's rap sheet of movies. For sure, but that even fits, was, like, A20. That I fits... I watched an interview he did with Collider, and Homie openly was like, "Yeah, no. If I ever have a good working relationship with people, I ne- I go out of my way to tell them to never watch my movies because they'll look at me different." <laughs> that oh, shit sure. made me chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> my my con is that I had to do research to understand the movie, but I feel like that's more me being the. I don't know. I don't know because I like pride myself on being the the one that always understands the most in movies like out of us i try to be the most perceptive and pick apart the little metaphors and stuff but uh yeah no that didn't happen this time i i genuinely had no clue what the fuck was going on from start to finish so, really i, I knew like what was that's... going on but i didn't i, lo- I loved it and i don't i knew what was happening but i feel like just there is no explanation or like big story you know, to to be fair, I, I really love movies. I'm pretty biased towards movies like this. Like, I really love these type of movies. So, like, from the get-go, I was, like, already looking at shit, like, the smallest details. Well, I was looking at it, too, but I just couldn't piece them together. But yeah. literally, once I Googled literally one thing, I immediately was able to put all the pieces together. And it's just because I was not a, not a, what is it? A, I was pretty... Yeah, I, I guess the word is ignorant. Like, I was pretty ignorant to a few of the big... Uh, themes? Not the themes, but, like, a few of the image... Like, uh, the imagery I was pretty ignorant on. And yeah. that actually played a big key part of the story. I gotcha. So, I guess without, like... Because we're going to have to do this in the spoilers. But for our uh, general audience... Um, a lot of the metaphors and themes and stuff based this movies dives heavily into like toxic masculinity or toxic and abusive relationships, you know, um, very religious. 
yeah extremely religious very religious undertones you know stuff like that so um and like we said you really got to pay attention to this movie to like just for the all the little details it's one of those kind of movies and i don't know about y'all i mean i was pretty focused the whole movie like i thought it kept my attention it kept my attention too but as an american i was pretty ignorant to a lot of the (laughs) european culture stuff they had in there as an american (laughs) Well, I feel like that's important because a lot of like the religious parts were based off of European churches, which I know very little about. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, oh yeah, we can just go into our pros. <laughs> I was about to like mess it up. Um, if that, if that's all y'all got, sorry. Yeah. Um, my pro was I I did. My pro was kind of my con where I didn't like that I had to research <laughs> it up. Yeah. But I also like that it made me think about it. Like it, it made me want to look it up because I wanted to understand versus a movie where I was like, oh, fuck that. That was just stupid. Screw yeah. that noise. Because I, I could tell there was something deep in there. I just had to, like, it was like stuck in my brain that I just had to like pick it out, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I do have to say the ending for me kind of gave it away, like the whole message. You know what I mean? Like as soon as I was like, oh, okay. But I do think it's one of the, like, more sh- – I don't want to say straightforward because it was still like, – It was not straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, comp- for me, compared to other movies I've seen, it was a little better. Like, you I have to be a I didn't have to hypo intellectual stuff. to understand. <laughs> <laughs> hypo intellectual. If you're going in for entertainment, I mean, you'll be, you'll be entertained. and Oh, uh, you, you'll get something a little, out of a it. Little, a little disgusted. <laughs> this isn't a movie that – I guess it'd be fun to see with friends, but this isn't a movie you would like. Go to your pros, bitch. Quit okay. You're right. gabbering. Um, I really, really like the cinematography. I felt like every scene, like they, they, every location they went to, they appreciated it. It was so oh, fucking felt. beautiful and refreshing after watching Firestarter and getting like oh, grays and whites. It to was, go into super it was vibrant greens and pinks. Like, top of the line. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> good. It wasn't great. It was you, great. It was fantastic, you, bro. Are you what, like what movies? What movies great to you? I'll get back to you on that. But I'm just saying, like it was good. It, it wasn't it was something great. that you're telling me that tunnel I'm, scene wasn't surreal. I mean. Cause I love that tunnel scene. That whole forest trip was surreal. Like it was, it captured the nature beautifully. All the flashback scenes were done with in real intent with the way that they colored it and the lighting. It was even the way the man was the man was with any other movie that would have done the same thing. What do you mean would have done the same thing? They didn't though. No movie would do the same thing. This, no, is, saying, this like, is director's vision, bro. Wise, it was on par with like every other movie. It was good. What? This wasn't like, wow, this is the best. I, I, I want to watch whatever movies you're watching where this is mid for you. It's shit. I, really it was mid. I said it was good. It must be some beautiful ass like, movies. Great. I would put this right there with uh, The Northman. I was about to say The Northman, yeah. That's the only one I would put it with. Y'all are crazy. The Batman, maybe. You're crazy. Shit, you must be blind, my boy. Because he always does a good job in cinematography, though. So, 
I don't know. I appreciate it. But you, Anthony, you look up still images and tell me that's not beautiful. Anyways, what's your pro? Um, well, now that I know that that one actor played everybody, then I have to applaud his acting because I didn't know. I did not realize that. I was going to say con. But um, no, I, I agree with you. I actually really liked, mm-hmm. I really like movies like this where it's just like a couple actors. Like he played a, like a really, really good, like a crazy person, you know. Like he, he did a good job of being sane until he needed to be creepy, like a subtle creepiness until it was just all unleashed. He did a good job switching between everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that all you got, Anthony? That all you spell out? That's all I got. All right, no. all right what y'all recommend this movie? I, I would recommend it specifically no. to the diehard moviegoers. Yeah, I was going to say I'd recommend it to an extent. I don't think, I don't know if you should casually watch this on like a Saturday. I don't mm, think you're missing it should out. should not. I say you wouldn't miss anything because this definitely isn't going to be up there for movie of the year or anything. But if you're like a super diehard film fan, I think you would enjoy it. Or an Alex Garland fan in general. Or an A24 fan, but, you know, go support, I feel go like this support was a lot, your movie theaters. I feel like this was a lot different <laughs> from a lot of the other A24 movies, though. Yeah, A24, I like A24, though, I really do. Because mm-hmm. they, they're really uh, ambitious. If anything, this just sets to me that they, they, I think consistently with their studio, they always have some of the best cinematography for the year whenever they come out with movies. And even if their movies aren't good, they had they had good ideas. Mm-hmm. So I, I I like A24 a lot. All right, Anthony, would you recommend? You wouldn't recommend? Oh, no. Okay, two out of three hooligans would kind of recommend. Well, I, w- I was going to say, I wouldn't even say two out of three. I'd say like one and a, one, one and a half. 1.333333. I would recommend. So uh, if y'all are leaving us, because we're going to spoilers, if y'all are leaving us, make sure you uh, leave a like, subscribe, leave a rating if you're on. Uh, YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you want to listen to your um, little podcast. Make sure you check out our merch store, merch.streamlevels.com because we just dropped new hats and some beanies for the summer and winter. So make sure you get them while they're hot and cold for beanies. Drop it while it's hot. Drop it while it's hot. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, that's about it. Make sure you say hi to your mom for us and follow us on all our socials socials at instagram twitter tiktok at underscore the hooligan hangout underscore and we will see y'all next week adios all right for those of you who stuck around for the spoilers (laughs) boy am i sorry for y'all motherfuckers (laughs) y'all gonna learn today y'all gonna learn today what happened holy crap i guess can can i first start like with the the metaphors and stuff for the movie yeah no yeah. Yes or no? Yes, go ahead. I was go like, ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is what I kind of took away because um I want to compare notes with you. I, I didn't I didn't say this earlier because I thought it was two spoilers. But um basically her the, the girl, her husband dies and uh it's unknown if he like killed himself or if he just accidentally fell out the window trying to because he, I've heard I've heard a lot of different things. No, because even the director left it up for interpretation. He I he, love yeah, up an article. Huh? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either because the way he looked at her when he fell. 
was like looks like it was an accident if that makes sense like i can judge his it's literally like if you leave me i'm gonna kill myself yes but there's yeah. all yes but i thought he was trying to get to her window that's what i thought he was trying to do i thought he was um that same thing but i thought it was more of like an empty like a bag not like something he would actually go through her yeah. through with i thought he was just being a manipulative little prick so no, he definitely was because after he hit her she was like you're never gonna see me again and i took it as like oh well that broke him he's like, <laughs> oh well he's gonna kill himself he's like i don't I have anything else to live for like yeah. he literally threatened it no, that's just that's the part of toxic masculinity though. He's trying to be manipulative. Manipulative. He's trying to gaslight her, saying. He, I don't think he was though. I well, think... a lot of people do that, dude, and they don't just kill themselves. They just say that to mm-hmm. to manipulate him, which I think is a you know a big part of the movie because he continued to deliberately gaslight her and manipulate her, and so to go as far as to physically abuse her, and um, so throughout the whole movie there was different um. Because she kind of thinks it's her fault. That's why, like, the priest says, like, oh, well, you didn't let him apologize. Like, it's all your fault. Like, this is... And she, like, she hates hearing that because it's not. Like, that's the toxic masculinity part of it. But that she just feels, like, really guilty about it. So, like, the tunnel scene when she was, like, like happy, like, kind of singing, doing little echoes. And then she, like, gets scared because she sees that man. I took that as, like, you saw the light at the end of the tunnel. But, like, he, she got held back. Like, she's trying to get past this, but she got held back by the, the man at the end of the tunnel. That's what I took from that. I also thought throughout the movie there was a bunch of like echoes and like different screams from like the sound editing and stuff. And I thought that was talking about like her voice carrying a lot of weight, which is mm-hmm. and and um which ends up um why did I write that? Ends up sorry, I'm trying to think why I wrote that. I put ends up killing him. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, um, I don't know if you want to get into that scene yet. Uh, we can hold that off. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, that was the last thing I had to talk about on that part. I, okay. Because a lot of what I had pulled delved into the religious part. So you covered the masculinity part. But what I looked into all covered the religious aspect. And a lot of it had to do with that... Uh, that stone figurine in that church that she saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's apparently just like a European uh, church thing where it represents, there's two separate people. I forget what they're called now and I don't have internet to look it up right now. So <laughs> bear with me. Um, I only remember one of them is called the green man. And then the counterpart is a woman. I did and, read about the green man. Um, the green man is supposed to represent death and rebirth uh during the springtime um so uh, a lot of that like whenever she first ran encountered him he was the man who was at the end of the tunnel and it just kind of the whole thing was playing off of adam and eve uh obviously with the apple scene he even like directly says it where it's like forbidden fruit aha, I, aha. I, I that's that's the vibe i got too yeah, and the, the whole movie is basically Adam Eve type thing where the man blames Eve for man's downfall. Um, whether it was, you know, actually her fault or not. Um, and it plays a lot with those 
super religious themes. And the Green Man has three different forms, which we saw all three. The first one was the first guy we saw where he's just naked running around. The second form we saw was whenever he started to have all those spikes out of him. And the third one we saw was the the one that had the big uh, foliage mask on him. And it represents uh, each act of the movie, but also really a, 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 a different theme for each part, which I can't get into without talking about that scene. So, Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I read up on the Green Man too, just specifically because of how that naked dude is changing throughout the movie. But um, I looked it up specifically because I was like, "Damn, this statue means something important." I got to figure out what the fuck this thing is, and then once I realized what it was, it, it all clicked. Like the whole movie, I yeah. Look too much into this and research too much because if you were to do this much research and like a rhetorical analysis on every other movie we watched. I feel like our reviews would be completely different. So like, you know, like y'all haven't done it for previous movies. And I feel like y'all did it too much for this one. But this is an art house movie. The point of him making it is to show all these messages and metaphors I, and meaning. In his interview with Collider, the, I watched his interview first to see if you would drop any hints. Um, he said he likes to make interpretive movies because he likes not having anything solidified and he thinks that movies should... He said that there's plenty of ways to make a movie and he doesn't invalidate any of them. Personally, he just likes to make movies where everything is, where a lot of it is left up to the audience, to the audience to interpret. He doesn't like to spoon feed audiences and he, uh, he likes to, to make those more interpretive movies. So this was definitely a movie that he wanted you to be able to look up and draw your own conclusions yeah, for we don't we don't have to look up stuff for firestarter or spider-man or stuff like that that's just and that's pure entertainment yeah and it's pretty self-explanatory i had to look like, stuff up for the northmen to understand some viking mythology oh yeah and and like edward said he didn't fully understand the the undertones and the metaphors yeah like if i didn't do like yeah, so like why, why, so why, why can't you why can't you look it up yeah yeah, if I came out of the movie and were to sit down to do this review fresh out of the theaters, not looking anything up, like I said before, I would have given this movie a flat out zero. It helps to understand if you don't understand. Kind of thing is what I would say. All right. Well, uh, y'all want to go? Now that we got the analysis out of the way, fuck that. Slide into some quick cons, ladies and gentlemen. Some quick, quick cons. So let me let me do two just real quick. One, I don't think he explained the story or gave enough background on like anything for like the casual viewer. I don't think he like none of it made sense. You know, like if you didn't do the research like you're talking about, this not nothing made sense. There's no structure, I feel like. Well some people some people do get it though. Like some there's well, the, gonna be certain people that understand it. Well, like the basic know, premise is a woman remember, getting though. over like the manipulation suicide of her ex-husband if she was going to divorce for being I mean, you can say that on what, but i'm just saying as a casual viewer not this movie did not have like oh, structure. The, the, no these are the like whenever i left the theater the only parts that i understood was the basic premise which was she's going on a retreat to get over her husband committed suicide manipulated her and i i considered most of i thought the whole movie was a hallucination but uh and that's and that there was just a lot of big metaphors for her grieving and getting over it. Um, 
but I couldn't quite pinpoint it. But that that's like the gist. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I was going to say, either way, a casual viewer would see that she was grieving, her husband killed herself, and then even if you didn't understand the ending, you could see that she, she had that ex, and she obviously killed him, yeah. so that's and I never argue this for, rid of him. for movies, yeah. but I don't think this movie was made for casual moviegoers either. Yeah. I don't... My, okay, my other con is I'm going to explain some scenarios when she was done. Okay. First, when she was leaving the bar and she heard the guy scream and she walked alone by herself, knowing that this guy was stalking her in the dark, like the middle of the night, walked all the way back home instead of going back she, to the bar. Like, she ran. <laughs> but that's she the, did that's run. The point. If she ran or walked, like, why did she go by herself? Well, because back to her house where he knows well, she, she was. Well, she was already uncomfortable with the cop, uncomfortable with the landlord. She was uncomfortable with every person that so she, she had met. Rather go by herself up to that point. Dark when someone's following her. Nah. Well, she did well, yeah, go alone. She didn't the... feel safe with anyone. She so did she go alone. Safer alone. Yeah, because she didn't feel safe with anyone. Like that doesn't make sense. Like well, if you were in a room and like no, is like super, just like weird, like touchy, and, like whispering shit in your ear you would want to be alone and get away from him but and that like, wouldn't if happen none of that was happening well you gotta remember those are strangers dude to her they're complete strangers yeah but still someone's following you so you're gonna walk home anyways i don't know i mean i, I, wouldn't, wouldn't, go with, I wouldn't go with a complete stranger personally but i do i get where you're coming from for you i thought you were gonna say more than one scenario oh, you said yeah y'all go to y'all go to your cons all right. Um, <laughs> this is more on the visual side. That kid, uh, the, the little the little boy, his like CGI on his like deep fake was so kind of off. Weird. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? As soon as he took off the mask and he did that, I was scared because I was like, oh, I was like, shit, are they going to do that with every guy? Because like, you know, they're supposed to have the same face. Yeah. But they didn't. They just did it because that's supposed to be a kid. Yeah. So I, I was fine with that. But And I know it's not the biggest budget. It didn't throw me off too much. I felt like yeah, it, I was like, All right, it fit in with the fine. creepy visuals that we were already getting. So, like, you know, <laughs> this is what we're in for. Stupid the kid. Un- the Uncanny Valley really helped with the atmosphere. Should see my face when he called her a stupid bitch. I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, bro. Do you know what that mask represented? Was that any representation? I didn't get anything from it. I have no clue. Okay, well, that's about uh, what I got. I mean, I thought maybe it was a little, little bit slow in the beginning, but like I said, I was pretty focused, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, uh, yes. Well, my my biggest con was definitely the ending. Um, that should. I, I'm. I don't like react strong to many things. Like I don't gag or like want to throw up to like a lot of shit. But watching that scene at the end, I was like, "Bro, can you explain that?" My scene? My, my stomach hurt. <laughs> to anyone that's uh, curious. Uh, yeah. I, well, and this is spoilers, so hopefully y'all have seen it. But if not, 
The way the movie ends is the green man, i.e. the the homeless, naked weirdo that's been following her around, walks up to her, like, fully pregnant, uh, gives birth to another dude, uh, but they show the whole (laughs) pussy. (laughs) It it was like... So he, like, picks up his dick and balls, and it's, like, in his asshole. Gives birth to another dude who's pregnant right out the womb. Gives birth to another bitch, to another dude. Who gives, gives birth, birth to, to another, another dude. dude. And it goes on, like, eight different fucking times. And they shot everything every time. Fine. Yeah, everything. From the, from, from the hole, to the baby coming out, to their peepees, to their buttholes, to everything. Why? The problem with that scene for me wasn't about like the parts that they showed. Like I could care less about that. It was the fact that he was giving birth to a grown man. You know what I mean? And that he would like walk. Yeah. Or when he gave birth, like out of his spine. Or, oh yeah. Out of his mouth and the feet just yeah wiggled up. Like I didn't care about the the parts that were shown. Like that everything else. Like overshadowed that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, no, you know that shit made literally made me want to throw up. Regarding that though, um, I mean, obviously y'all should have seen the movie, but if you haven't, that was one of the scenes, like in my life, like I'm gonna remember for a long time. Like it's just one of those things that's gonna stick with you. If I was not recording this podcast, I would have gotten up and walked out after the first one because after the first one I was like nah and I saw they were going into a second one I was like nah fuck this I'm, I'm leaving and I had to like fight every urge to get up and fucking walk out of the theater I don't know I don't know anything that's made me like like want to walk out or something but this was definitely a freaking weird strong scene that I'm not gonna forget I've been thinking about it for like a week dude I've been sitting on it wanting to talk about <laughs> it and I'm like bro I can't just I can't just be the only one that sees this shit like it's nutty yeah and within that the final metaphor that he dropped for us was that last scene at the end is supposed to well okay so whenever the guy first gives birth uh he was hit with the car at some point so his ankles broken his hands literally sliced in half all the way down like like the husband your forearm um so every time they give birth they're given birth to another man with all these different ailments and uh, the first person to give birth is the the green man uh in his final form which is supposed to represent rebirth obviously uh so every time he gives birth to another man they're born with the same defects they're born with a broken foot broken arms and these injuries were given to by a woman, i.e., uh, I forget Harper. what her name Harper. is. Harper. <laughs> given by Har- Harper. So every time a new generation is born, they're born with the same flaws supposedly given to them by a woman, which goes in with Adam and Eve. Um, the whole tropes in the beginning Adam and Eve. Adam was just chilling, Eve ate the apple. Uh, blaming women for the fall of man and any inherent flaw that they receive after that is the fault of a woman which is what is being represented visually very grotesquely and every time it happens it's supposed to represent a new generation of men being born with the same elements given to by women 
it also uh, it also plays into the the husband because that those are his injuries and him the whole time saying this is your fault. Yes, I was about to get to there if you would let me fucking finish. I'm sorry, you, were, goes going, down, you were saying like, all the religious stuff, so I didn't know if you were going to. Every uh, generation into generation, which, yes, eventually leads into her husband, which comes out born, which, by the way, is the only different-looking dude in the entire movie, mm-hmm. uh, gets to her husband, born with the same ailments, given to him by her, and his whole theme was, you did this to me, this is your fault. Um which plays into the manipulative, toxic masculinity themes that we see throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that it? Because I was going to yeah. say, uh, that, that's a, that is a great way to see that scene, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful way you dove into that. But I also took away something else from it. It's a little more, like, simplistic, I guess. But I took it, um, the manipulative side of, like, the relationship – I took it away. I took away that like every time he was born, it's kind of how my husband would say, or like any significant would be like, Oh, like I can change. I'm going to change. And every time it's born, it's the same person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they okay. never change. It's always yeah, the same I see person that coming out. Yeah. Even towards the end where she, he was the same person. Cause he was saying, he was still saying, Oh, it's your fault. Like it's your fault. Yeah. It's like this, that I died and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a little different, but you know, this is why I like movies like this, though. I love I all the different ways you can interpret. From that last scene, uh, I don't know. Were you just in shock? They definitely had the shock value. I'll tell you that because that was yeah, man. I I really was... thought it came out of left field. Like when his stomach, I was telling Anthony when his stomach started like extending, and I thought he was gonna blow up or something. I was like really confused, <laughs> and he sat on his back, and I was like, nah, no way. No, 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 no. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> it's more the fact he did it like five fucking times, though, that got me. Because I they thought I, I have, to have to see it once, and I, I didn't. I saw it like three fucking four I could have gone my whole life without ever even thinking of that. Of a bussy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they showed a live screen bussy on, on the big screen. So there's that. It's probably... An, not history i'm sure there's something else that showed it that we don't know about but you know, yeah it's something do we got any uh final pros from anyone before we wrap this director's cut of the movie up <laughs> director's cut i don't think so what would y'all rate it well hold on i was just gonna say i did like the meaning overall i, I really did i, I like like i said i like movies like this with different interpretations I'll say I just I wanted to say whoever the audio engineer is for this movie, uh, dap me up, bro. Uh, call <laughs> yeah, me, email yeah. me. Uh, I want to talk to you, bro, because you did some fucking crazy ass shit, dude. That fucking audio throughout that whole movie, just like, <clears throat> dude, the echoes and scream, the screaming, screaming was so eerie, dude. Ah, ah, ah. Like I, that, the tunnel scene where they're echoing was so that was, fucking yeah, beautiful. that was so cool. And then the way that they would play the same harmonies later on when crazy shit was happening from her voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was sure. actually it was like chilling. Audio design, the audio and cinematography in this movie slab. Like those, whoever was the head cinematographer and the head audio man, uh, can can I have an interview? Yes, that'd, that'd be cool. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait! I just wanted to bring this up because no one else has talked about it that I've seen online. Did y'all notice that her friend was pregnant at the end? 
Yeah, you know? I did. That's, that's kind of subtly, made, subtly creepy a little bit. It made me think either she was jealous that she was in a happy relationship and that kind of stemmed it in her brain. Or it made me think that the reason that she was about to divorce the husband was because he fucking got her pregnant. And I was like, nah, she wouldn't be friends with her after that, right? You wouldn't think so. Well, yeah. I just I just thought from like a movie standpoint, it was creepy because what you just saw and then she's yeah. pregnant and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Which is what kind of funny. But I don't know. I just know a lot of people didn't talk about it. Like just that scene in general. I never thought about the meaning though, to be, to be honest. Yeah, I- I just saw it as like she looks over and they're like, "Oh, well, there's the cycle continuing." Maybe she's like, "I'm having a son." Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, what would y'all rate this fun movie? This fun movie, very fun. Um, I'll go first because I think Anthony's going to have the most different, so we'll make him go last. Okay. Um, uh, gonna drop a seven and a half. Oh, okay. I am going to drop a 6.5. I just don't think the movie, I mean, not the movie, the ending was as satisfying as... I think if this movie were to have any other, like, less grotesque ending, I probably would have given it, like, a 9. Yeah. (laughs) That ending would drop it so hard, bro. (laughs) I think Anthony? y'all definitely saw more in the movie than I did because I'm going to give it a two. Damn! And see, you did research because if I didn't do research, I would have been right there with you. Anthony. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Hold on. I've got to average it out. That's definitely the lowest score I've given a movie ever, I think. And that is an average of five point three, which ain't that ain't that ain't too bad to be honest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if yeah, you sorry. enjoyed that review breakdown, make sure to drop a five star review. If you're listening on podcast platforms, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like subscribe. Uh, make sure to comment and leave down in the Spotify uh, poll below what you guys thought of it. If you guys <laughs> were rocking with the big brain fucking eight head storytelling if you were just zoned out and didn't give a shit about it at all um if you also picked up anything that me or noah missed uh be sure to drop that down below and uh we got brand new merch coming out if you heard earlier or out right now we got brand new hats of all kinds got our beautiful logo on it cop one promise you guys would love it and uh on that note uh say hi to your monster proof proof in the pudding